Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. It is the mock series finale. We have rounds five and six, and we have a little treat here at the end where we're going to wrap it up with what our favorite teams ended up being, who looks good, who doesn't, so on and so forth. So we hope you continue to enjoy and continue to listen to us. Most of you are having some drafts coming up here in the very near future, so listen up, get a good idea of who's going to be available maybe in your leagues, and uh, again, we hope you enjoy it. And the second one, even though I said that I wouldn't pick a player that plays for San Francisco, I'm going to go ahead and go with Elijah Mitchell. All right. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it, uh, especially as the two-pick who doesn't need a, a running back at all. Um, and – in a way, viewing the rest of the draft here, at least that we're going to be doing, and, and just how I would put this team together, um, the wide receivers that are left, they're kind of a big bunch together. And so I'm going to actually totally skip wide receivers still, and I'm going to grab my tight end for the year. And, and again, not have to think about tight end and I'm going with Darren Waller. He's going to have a better season with less of a focus on him with Devontae Adams coming in. Um, and he may be better than some of these other uh, – better than Kyle Pitts, that's for sure. Wider, <laughs> or, uh, tight ends that have been taken. hates him some Kyle Pitts, doesn't he? Especially in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> It's just it's the cost benefit analysis. We got to look at. There we go. There we go. Now he's breaking out the big words. Yes, we are. All right, Caleb, you're up. All right. So this team, I'm I'm struggling here because you know it's pretty balanced. I think I can go a lot of different ways with this. Um, I'm actually going to take the second quarterback. Uh, I think he has the potential to outscore Josh Allen. I don't think it's likely. But he his rushing ability is just un, unmatched, and that's Lamar Jackson. Whoa! I would not have had him as a second. No, or but even the third or fourth. That rushing, that rushing ability does just put a higher floor on on that quarterback position. It's more the run. floor that you're getting there, but yeah. I just yeah, that's not not for me. Yeah. All right, John. All right, I'm taking the guy who I want to have on almost all of my teams. Let's see if you can guess. Last year, his last six games, he had over eight catches every game, over 80 yards on all but on five out of six games. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Five touchdowns in the last six games, and that is I'm on Ross St. Brown. Nice catch, kid. Amazing value in the fifth round. The eight catches uh, gave it away because if he gets one more eight catch game, I think he sets a record. That's cool. Ridiculous. And and see how smart I told you, Caleb was smart. He, he's a smart guy. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And I mean, shit, this is good stuff. That's his rookie season. So I I think that. And well, now he's got a higher, uh, at least, um, capital with their rookie that they drafted. Now, what his injury looks like coming into the season is a whole other thing, but it's something that defenders are going to have to at least think about. 
Yeah, I think there could well, end they up got being a shark too. So their their wide receiver room is better. Yeah. yeah. And, and if Hawkinson is healthy, there's actually a lot of firepower in that offense. Yeah, I think secretly Detroit has got no, I don't even know secretly. I think Detroit's gotten better as a football team. It just yeah, comes they, down to whether or not they can really put it all together and, and be Well, they still don't have a right. great defense, so I think that also plays into it. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, with my second team, the fifth round, um, I don't necessarily love the value here, but I just saw how much um, Green Bay trusted this player in the playoffs. Um, in key situations, it felt like they rolled with him over the the guy everybody else loves, the starter, and I'm going to roll with A.J. Dillon. I, nice. The fact that that team needs a running back, I don't hate the pick, but I, I had a couple, running, at least one running back over him. Yeah, I, I might have found someone who maybe has a little bit more of a um, a role solidified within their offense, maybe a, maybe a better offense or someone like Joe mentioned earlier, Damien Harris, um, who might get more of those carries that you'd be looking to, to try and at least get that volume play. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to swing for upside though. So yeah, this is again. Yep. If something it. the right. thing is, if something happens to Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon is top fifteen, top twenty for sure, at least at the position every week. It's the same conversation I've said from the beginning of the third round. These are the picks that this is where you make or break your team. You may be right, and that would be that team all of a sudden becomes immaculate, right? So let's say AJ Dillon becomes a fifteen point scorer every single week. Well, dude, you have J.K. Dobbins, who could absolutely be that on a weekly basis. And then we've already talked about this team having Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Keenan Allen, which are no-brainer top wide receivers. That team becomes really, really good. Or you could get absolutely screwed and have two running backs that don't barely touch the field because one is injured and one doesn't get the ball. Agreed. Yeah, It was a risky pick, but I think with the start, you kind of have to. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yep. All right, Bob, your team. All right, so this next one, this is the uh, Derrick Henry. I only have Tyreek Hill as my only wide receiver, and so I'm going to look at trying to grab a uh, an upside wide receiver here. Um, and I am, at this point, going to look at uh, Allen Robinson, um, number two wide receiver in, in L.A., potential to come back to his former glory. I think he just kind of had the down season given the team that he was on and he didn't have the hard numb to, to do it. What was necessary there, but there's a spark back there. And uh, I like his definite potential to replace Robert Woods and be, be a little bit better than what Woods was. And so I'm going to go with the team, the better offensive team. Um, if anything ever does happen to Cooper cup as well, um, Allen Robinson is going to skyrocket even further. I mean, I like the pick. I like Allen Robinson in general. I think the thing that people forget is when he was in Jacksonville, he led the league in receiving yards. So he's – and that was, what, four years removed? So wide receivers age a little bit better than running backs, so it's not like he's completely out of that. Um, right. The potential is there in an offense that absolutely values their second wide receiver, and he could be – you know, he could have a good season. Um, so I don't, I don't hate the pick. John, your, your next pick here, that Austin Eckler, uh, Leonard Fournette. 
team you got? Yeah. So I think speaking of upside, I'm going to go upside to, I think with some suspensions could be the number one wide receiver in a high scoring offense with uh, kind of top end quarterbacks. I'm going to go Marquise Brown with his move to Arizona. See what he can do. I like that one, um, especially with that suspension in there. Yeah, six games. The, those first six games, you're going to get some good value out of, and you'll be able to, do, during that time, figure out what Juju really is um, and be able to either make a move on, on him if he isn't what you think he might be or uh, be able to have a really solid team. Yeah, and he's one of those guys. If he explodes for the first three games, maybe you can sell him high for a court for a running back, or kind of do a swap and um, get out if he really has that hot start um, to trade to a team like Bobby's first team that doesn't have a wide receiver yet. Right. Exactly. Yep. I think is it, it's me next, correct? It is. All righty, let's see. Where's this team at? Hold on. You got Dalvin Cook, C.D. Lamb. Oh, this is um, the, I like this team. This is the team that I'm going to be drafting uh, in the garage league, right? I think I'm seventh overall or something. Like that. I can't wait for you to be behind me because you will literally oh, take. So you will nervous. literally pick no one what? I want. <laughs> what were I, you like, C.D. Lamb? But you <laughs> wanted Fournette, I'm sure, in that spot. But anyway, yeah, I'm not looking forward to me and John having to do this back and forth because. You absolutely took Marquise Brown, a guy that I considered, not to say like he was on the list, and even DJ Moore. Like, had you not picked him, he was my next pick in that spot. So I do not look forward to that draft. But it will be fun, a little bit of back and forth for me and you, to say the least. I'm probably going to get distracted of shitting on your pick for for 20 <laughs> minutes and then forgetting that I'm on the clock. I can absolutely see that. All right, uh, for this team, I'm going to take – I'm going to solidify my uh, – like I, I like a lot of like, – I shouldn't say like. There's a, quite a bit of wide receivers here that I think I absolutely value. So I'm going to go away from that and see what I can get in the next round for that. And I'm going to get what I feel like is uh, the quarterback number two this upcoming season, and that for me is Justin Herbert. Nice. I'm going to finish that quarterback run here and get the last person in that tier, grab Patrick Mahomes real fast. Um, I was basically debating between Herbert and Mahomes with the next pick to go with Harris and Williams, uh, Higgins and Metcalf. So that made that decision very quick and easy. And like I said, it kind of finished out that top tier of quarterbacks. Joe, let's just pause for a second and then play back last year where Bobby said not to pick a quarterback in the first five rounds. And then fast forward to this year where two out of his three teams, he's picking a quarterback in the first five rounds. <laughs> I like that uh, quick pause there, John. I, I agree. I think that's pretty funny. And he was very adamant about that. Like, yeah, so don't, adamant. don't. Do you remember don't Bobby's favorite? Hold on. Do we remember Bobby's favorite wide receiver of choice? Um, I remember being really high on a, uh, fuck, what was his name? Fitzpatrick. 
<laughs> oh, well, he got hurt. He, oh, I don't care if he got hurt or not, Bobby, but he, he got hurt so high on Fitzpatrick. He that was hurt. like, he's like, I'm going to take him 14th round. I'm going to crush all y'all. Extrapolate, extrapolate the stats that he had, and you have like a 10,000 yard season and like crazy. <laughs> so that... I mean, he was, he was, he Does... was set for like the biggest quarterback season of all time. So is that what we're looking for Wentz then this upcoming season, Bob? Is that what they No, he's not the same person. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, I'm up, right? It's my pick. I had somebody figured out that I was going to pick and then you guys started talking. Oh yeah, okay, I got him back. Uh, this is uh, this team in particular, again, I don't necessarily know that I need this. Uh, I like this team the way it's forming. It's, it's a pretty good start for me. I'm going to give myself what I feel like is a pretty good flex player in this spot, and that's going to be Damian Harris. Let's scroll down. Mm-hmm. Scroll. <laughs> Keep going. Keep scrolling. He's like RB25 or something like that. No, so. there he is, RB40. Got My only concern it's with Harris. not RB40. My only concern with Harris is his numbers were boosted, like his fantasy points were boosted a little bit based on touchdowns. And touchdowns have I, – I don't have the study with me, but someone proved that they're very, very fluky. Um, yeah, they're very fluky. And he didn't have that many yards. And I, I, just, I just worry that he's going to be – he's going to lose you some weeks. I mean, he might Listen, win you a week or two. But... Guys, he's, he's in the flex spot on this particular team. All right? So that's right. why I like him here. If I don't right. have two solid running backs already – then he's probably not a guy I'm picking. Hence, the Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, and Elijah Mitchell team I have. I, I value those other guys over Harris for those for that exact reason. But I think in a flex spot, I think he's a good play. And again, looking at my other options, there's really a, you know I, I if I'm gonna go with a, a wide receiver, maybe I take the risk on a couple of guys. But I think I like him here in this spot. All right, John, you got DeAndre Swift as your only running back at this point. Um, but cool. you do have three solid wide receivers with Adams, Williams of the Mike variety, and Mr. Uh, Penguin, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and I was worried about Joe taking a running back, but then he went Harris. So those, wor- <laughs> those worries were swiftly ushered away. <laughs> So Who's I'm, your favorite then, John? Let's hear it. I, I'm going to take who I think is going to end up being the RB1 in Dallas. I'm going to go with Pollard. I like it. I agree with the RB1 potential for Pollard there, John. I, I do agree with that. Okay, so I'll put Ezekiel Elliott up against Tony Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do Yes, yeah, I'm going to go one for one with someone who's taken like 30 picks before. <laughs> oh, but you just said he's going to be the number one running back in Dallas. I said I think he will end up being RB1 in Dallas. That doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be RB1 for the season, but I think towards the oh. end of the year as Ezekiel Elliott's knees and hips and shoulders start to deteriorate further and further, <laughs> that Pollard will carry my team at the end of the year. Okay, I can't disagree with that statement, John. You're supposed to say something outlandish. <laughs> okay, I'll say something outlandish. Ezekiel Elliott is a good running back. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's good. All right, Caleb. 
All right. With these last two picks for team six, um, we're sitting with two running backs, one tight end, one wide receiver. I'm not feeling too confident. I'd like to have depth at wide receiver. So I'm going to take two guys that I think are going to be targeted a lot. I think they have a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of freed targets from last year. Both teams have um, vacated targets of over 200, and that's going to be Rashad Bateman and Darnell Mooney. Nice. I like, I like both pick. of those picks. I don't I, like the Mooney pick, but I like the Bateman I was pick. big on Mooney all of last year, especially towards the end. He had a great finish to the season. So, um, and, and yeah, I think you got a great lineup there with those six picks that we had that you had there with Mooney. Um, there's just no one else around, you know, they, they took a guy they shouldn't have taken in the third round and Belis Jones, um, Cole Komets, You never really shown it. Um, Allen Robinson's gone. You know, they don't really they, have any pass catching running Harry. backs. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's former wide receiver one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that team is, in my opinion, the Bears are just playing for the first overall draft pick this year. Um, yeah. But that and that's the only thing that deters me from from them. I, Justin Fields, for me, I think he he will grow into be a pretty pretty decent quarterback in his career. I think he's just not proven to be able to throw the ball great in the NFL just yet. So I, I just, yeah, that's just my spot. Johnny boy, I think you're up. All right. As hold on, before we go any further, as we go through this last round here, um, start looking at all of these teams and not picking your own. And we'll get to this at the very end of the draft here, but not picking your own. I want, I want everyone to, decide on which team uh, they believe is the best of the ones drafted. Um, And just, we can have an internal discussion about why we think each one of those teams is. And then uh, later on, we'll actually put up a poll as well on who you guys think are the best teams that have been drafted here. And uh, it might be interesting to see who each one of us picks on that and who the fans pick. I agree. I like it. All right, John, you're up. Well, there's a lot of running. There's a lot of wide receivers I love. A few quarterbacks I love, but I think I might feel pretty good at wide receiver. I think there's still probably 12 to 15 that I would like having. So I feel like I want to solidify one more running back so that I can um, kind of take some shots on some wide receivers I like later on. So I'm going to go with a first-round pick of a couple of year ago, years ago and go with CEH. That was my next pick. You little bitch. <laughs> Why do you do – I hate having you around me. God, this is going to be so <laughs> terrible. This is going to be so bad for me. <laughs> Why are uh, you the way that you are? <laughs> I don't know, John. Why are you the way you are, John? Why do you got to be like that? Oh, God. That team, so uh, my next pick was going to be CEH, and I would have liked him in that spot. It just the added depth gives me a lot of options. There's so many like wide receivers that we always see every year kind of come on. Why would you draft a fourth running back on this because, team? Because of what I'm explaining. Like, I have zero question mark about Because he has no confidence in Damien Harris. So that's <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no he realized that he just threw away a pick. He's like, well, shit, now Guys, I got to get another running let's back. Let's say, let's that's say, exactly CEH, it. no, 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 let me explain. Let's say CEH ends up being a guy that, that 
scores, let's say the first three weeks, he scores 20 points a week, which is not completely impossible for him, right? When has he ever done that? Bobby, I'm giving you a hypothetical here. Okay. I'm just hypotheticals so are only do, good if they're possible. I can possible, do one of two Gerald. things. I can do one of two things. <laughs> if I feel like my team is in need of something, I can trade away Ceh to somebody, or I can trade away Aaron Jones to somebody, or I can trade away Joe Mixon and still have three running backs. Notice how he didn't say Damian Harris because nobody right. is because Damian Harris Damian doesn't Harris. have the possibility to do what Joe thinks that he can do. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, that would have been my next pick. Yo, oh, you've, so, yo your pick. whole analysis on I'm this making pick my is pick. why you should have taken da- Clyde edwards Lair instead of Damian Harris. Yeah, maybe I would. I probably would have gotten Damian Harris with this pick. hundred percent. Uh, you hundred percent would have absolutely. Gotten. So there's there's the the mistake I made. Anyway, now I'm gonna pick somebody else because you guys suck. Uh, and the person I'm gonna pick here, uh, just because I think, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'll just take the guy that just signed a massive contract and hopefully is happy in Arizona, Kyler Murray. Bobby's MVP twenty twenty one. He was. He was he was on track for that and then um he started playing bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right until I was wrong. He yeah. was good until he stopped being good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. That's the analysis. I'm not convinced it's not two different quarterbacks that hop out there every other Sunday. He just looks like a different player some Sundays versus that, others. He just it, gets it, beat that is down. so true. He's too small. He gets beat down. His decision-making is questionable, too. But Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see that decision-making through uh, 2028. <laughs> yeah, big contract. Um, I'm going to go with another wide receiver here with, with my uh, team number three. Um. And I'm going to go with a, a, the high-flying offense. He gets a lot of red zone targets, and that's Adam Thielen. I like it. Yeah, the only bad thing about him is he's old, but a lot of upside. Yeah, but the, those red zone targets still come. Yeah, he's just he's going to get you probably eight touchdowns at a minimum. Right, and that's great for my um, – my flex. We talk about a lot of value picks, right? I mean, in, in this particular situation, I think that's a good value spot for him, right? You're looking at six round, a wide receiver that's going to probably get you close to eight touchdowns plus whatever yardage. You know, at any given time, he can have a great, a great week. So I, I think that's a great pick. Um, on that note, I'm going to take a guy that I think is going to go under the radar. Um, I think he's going to have a significantly better season than he's had in years past, without question. I think he's entering now. This will be his third season with the best quarterback he's ever even thought about having on his team. And my pick here is Jerry Judy. You know, Joe, that's the first pick I don't absolutely hate of yours. Oh, thank you, John. At least there's one. Yeah. At least there's one. Blind squirrel found a nut. All right, John, now now you. All right, I'm going to make a pick that is not the flashy pick, not the pick that you will think will win, but just a good, consistent pick. Easy number one wide receiver on the team. I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks. I like it. You're right. It's not flashy, but it's good. Yeah, Although and for, a, picture, for a while. Way, anybody else notice on this little site that we're using, the fan drafts online? 
his picture is brutal. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> he looks I mean, like rough. It, he's playing it, for Houston. How would you look? I mean, I'd look he, like that. That's exactly what he, I look he's, like. He's looking rough, and there's a microphone in the picture. Yes. He looks like he just wants to be anywhere. Else. It is not a good look. You know the whole thing? It's not a good look for me. That's what he was saying in that picture. His frequent caller list is led by his realtor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bobby, you're up. All right, so with this team, this is the one where I got Derrick Henry, uh, Hill, and then I got Kittle as my kind of top players at each position there. Um, I may consider a quarterback at this point, but with who's left, anyone between who I pick now and who I pick in rounds, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, there's not a huge separation in my mind, um, and so I'm gonna move on beyond that quarterback spot. Um, I'm gonna go and grab a wide receiver here. I'm gonna grab the best wide receiver on his team. That's gonna be Amari Cooper. Who's gonna throw him the ball? He might throw it to himself, <laughs> um, but. He could he be the might quarterback. Still be the best quarterback on the team in that situation. Yeah. We've we've debated this. We think that the Cleveland Browns should hold a lottery every week and draw a seat number out of their uh, the bucket to start at quarterback for every game. Well, they, they, they did sell out in signing. They they did sign Josh Rosen today, so they yeah. pretty much did exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> They would literally sell out every game if they said, you're going to take the first snap of the game. You, you might have to take a kneel <laughs> if you don't want to die, but you're going to take the first snap. I'm telling you, they'd sell <laughs> out. All right. So with my second to last pick, um, just a quick question, because this is going to dictate who I go here. Is it three wide receivers, one flex, or two wide receivers? No, two wide receivers, one flex. Yeah, two, two, two running backs. So you're kind of standard league. Yeah. Um, that you might find in in most you know garage league type situations. All right, in that case, I'm going to go with uh, a tight end that I think, in my opinion, is better than Waller and Kittle, and I think he's going to be peppered with targets, especially with no um, Amari Cooper. I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz. I like it. I like it. I, I do like it. I don't know if I have. Uh, he's probably my next tight end up, to be honest with you. But there's one other tight end I think I might like a little bit better. Yeah, it's a de- debate in my mind between him and Hawkinson at that point. Yep. Uh, Goddard's within that conversation as well, I think. That but was the guy. I, I don't way, I don't that hate that. that there, there's kind of a tier there of those guys. I think the offense and the offensive structure makes him more valuable yeah. to me than no, Hawkinson. No, I, I don't think it's the offensive yeah. structure. I think it's the quarterback. Well, I, I mean, Detroit, I don't know what they're going to try and do yeah. on offense with passing. Well, no. I agree with, with that, Joe, as, as saying the quarterback there. I, I like um, – and and your analysis there of Kittle and Waller, maybe Schultz being better than them. He definitely has a better quarterback. And the offensive structure may, may allow for that too. Um, so I'm all in on, on that analysis. John, your last pick of, uh, of this – mock draft we're doing you know i think what makes sense for this team is to draft a running back and there's a running back i like and then there's a running back i would take but 
I'm going for the win. And the guy who could win this at the end of the year for me is Chris Godwin. I like it. That's a good pick, John. Yep. And the question, too, to that is he may not even be out that long, right? So you're getting a guy in the sixth round that is really a third-round value when he's playing every week. Yeah, this is true. You you can find – see, the, you'll take him in the sixth round and then take another wide receiver in the seventh to replace him until he's healthy and playing again. And you got Cooper – uh, Cooper Cup, St. Brown, and then Godwin that you're putting out every single week, like you're you're in a good spot. Well, I think that in this particular situation, John, with that team, you don't even need to take a wide receiver in round seven there because you already have your starters. You know, you could easily go with another a, a depth play somewhere else and and be fine. So I think that's a good pick in that spot. Yeah, I think there's still a lot of depth depth plays. There's still a lot of wide receivers that I like. So I feel like having that risk in the sixth round when you have kind of the number one wide receiver locked in is a good value. Yeah, I agree. All right. So for my last pick, um, I know if you look at the board, I only have one running back, but a little bit of draft philosophy is the two teams in front of me both have three running backs. So at this part in the draft with it being a snake and coming around, uh, I think a running back here is a bad pick because the chance of the two teams in front of you taking a running back aren't very high. And plus, there's three to four guys here I like. I mean, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker, Singletary, they're all kind of all kind of the same to me. So I'm going to go another wide receiver. Um, his counterpart was drafted five picks ago, but I prefer Cortland Sutton over Jerry Judy. Good pick. I think it's a debate between those two. The reason why I went with Judy in this, in, with my pick here was because two things. Number one, Sutton's got a little bit of injury history. Uh, and number two, uh, they're predicting that Judy's probably going to be the slot guy and get a little bit more target uh, rich environment. I think both will thrive. I mean, they're definitely going up in value from where they've for been. sure. Like, that's not even a debate. Um, how much they go up and what we see that's to be determined. But I mean, think of it like this like, I don't think either of them talent wise are DK Metcalf, but I think no. both of them talent wise are as good as Lockett. So, you know, you get a locket type of receiver production, you're going to be pretty happy with both those picks in the sixth round. Yeah, I think they're a lower grade discussion of like the cup woods conversation of last year, where I think one of them will be top 15 next year. It's just which one of them. Yeah. Yep. So I think the spot that they've been picked in is a good spot for both of them. All right, Bobby, you're up. All right. So I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the best wide receiver available here because this team with my three running backs and uh, Allen and Waller has no wide receivers. Um, I was hoping for Cortland Sutton because I was thinking, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, Caleb will definitely take a running back, but great draft philosophy and not taking a running back here. Um, I, I applaud that. Um, so I have to go with Michael Thomas. He's starting on the pup list that, um, for the season, or at least for the offseason here, but he is saying that he'll be ready to go week one. Um, so, Bobby, I, I, think... was, I was just <laughs> typing a text, 100% not 
Joe takes Michael Thomas with his last pick. <laughs> he can't now. He can't now. But I got to go with Michael Thomas here. I have no other wide receiver. You're going to be he shocked. the number one wide receiver in New Orleans, at least. That's the, that's the assumption we have to be taking. Um, there is a lot of talent there. I am putting a lot into New Orleans with uh, uh, with uh, Kamara and Thomas all on the same team. Um, and so that may be a mistake. That probably is a mistake. <laughs> I would like to undo my pick now. <laughs> so I was going to say this for uh, for this just – so first of all, I've always liked Michael Thomas. Uh, but this year, honestly, I, I'm, I'm trying to restrain myself from picking him. If he's available in round seven or eight, there's a chance that I will pick him. Um, but I actually uh, am not that high on him this year. He is still technically injured, not 100%. And that's been over a year, almost two years now of an injury. Uh, even when he gets back and healthy, I don't know that he'll be that healthy. For the record, that, that pick was brought to you by Lab Partners Beer. Lab Partners. <laughs> <laughs> collaboration between Lupulin and Four Noses Brewery out of Colorado. There you go. All right, so this actually worked out pretty well for my next pick. It's, I think this team in particular is in a position where I can go a couple of different directions. Uh, having back-to-back picks, obviously, as a fan, you're not going to hear my seventh-round pick, but I think there's a number of players that I'd be excited about picking in the seventh round. If I wanted to go tight end, I'd probably go Hawkinson in the seventh round. If I wanted to go quarterback, I'd probably go like Burrow. I don't think I'd go either of those. I'd probably just continue with the depth play that I've gotten. But in this spot, the player that I'm going to pick uh, is DeAndre Hopkins. Knowing he's out for the first six weeks of the year is fine with this team because I have Mike Evans and A.J. Brown. So I'd probably go back-to-back wide receivers in this particular spot or maybe look, like I said, at if I want to go tight end and just solidify that, get it done, whatever, but I, I feel like I have a lot of options and, and this team in particular is in a position to take that risk uh, with DeAndre Hopkins and, and give myself a couple weeks. Once he's back in play, I think that team would be very difficult to beat. I like it. Good. Well, this is fun. As always, hey, Bob, look, at there's a little share on Twitter sign. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you've completed our mock dress. You can share on Twitter. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. So, do we want to say what we liked, the, our favorite team, before we sign off? Yeah. Tonight? Yep. Uh, so, so what I'm looking at is look at everyone else's teams for first and foremost, the ones that you didn't draft, and which of those teams do you like the most? And then the second question of the three teams that you drafted, which one is your favorite? All right. Who's ready? That can I, go. I, I can go. Okay. Um, my favorite team is John's first one. Um, he sniped me about three different times in Godwin, Barkley, and Gibson. Um, that was frustrating, but I didn't vocalize those frustrations. But I think it's really ba- <laughs> It's a really balanced team. Um, I think his two wide receivers will hold him off, and then when uh, the end of the year comes around, I think his team's going to be hot with Godwin. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to say the same thing about Caleb's first team, but then he drafted Kyle Pitts and. On principle, I can't pick that team. <laughs> um, uh, but for that reason, weirdly enough, um, 
understand that you'll more than likely in that seventh round grab another running back. That Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, and J.K. Dobbins, Dalton Schultz. There's there's something about that. As risky as it is, I like it a lot. And so that's where I'm going to kind of plant my flag in terms of my favorite team that I didn't draft. Okay, what's your favorite team? Are we not doing the favorite team that you drafted yet? We're doing that at the end? Not yet. So for my favorite team, I can throw out all Joe's teams. Oh, stop it. I can alone. I can pick which one my which one Joe's teams I hate the most. <laughs> well, I can't, now I want to know that which one do you hate? The most? Uh, I I think the one I like the most, other than mine, is probably Caleb's third team of Kelsey Diggs, uh, Brees Hall, Etn. I I like the four picks. I don't love Bateman and Mooney, but I think there's upside there. But I like having I love having Kelsey. As tight end one, I think Diggs still has a lot of upside um, with um, Sanders or, or with kind of a couple receivers leaving Buffalo. I think he has a lot of upside, and I like kind of taking the two upside running backs that allow you to get the kind of tight end one and wide receiver one. I hate that you guys didn't pick me at all on any of yours so far. Screw all you guys. <laughs> my teams are all going to be better than all your teams. Um, and I'm actually picking one that I'm laughing at myself as I'm picking this. But looking through it, but okay, the first four picks of this team, I think were really – sorry, I take it back. The first three picks were solid. Then they went a little bit awry but still was okay enough that I feel like it uh, – it ends up being probably my favorite. I just would I would have changed a couple of things. I feel like a, that about a lot of these teams, but I hate to do this, Bobby. I'm gonna give Bob number two his Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, James Connor team as my favorite that I didn't draft. I like that team. Good two solid running backs, and never really have to worry about ever. Tyreek Hill, I think, is absolutely one of the best wide receivers, and I think he should do plenty good in Miami. And then I like Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper. Again, I like them both. I'm not huge on either of them, but I think where you got Allen Robinson was a good pick. Amari Cooper, not necessarily my favorite, but like you said, he's the number one guy in his spot. The only pick I'm not huge on, and this is the reason why I didn't want to pick you, was George Kittle. But I still like that team, I think, better than than everybody else. Nice. What I just noticed is there was a tight end, one single tight end taken every single round. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, that is interesting. Which is, which is an interesting... I guess I'll start the way back, right? Because I was last... Yeah, yeah. What, what of your teams... And this is what I'll put up into a poll. Whichever one of your teams... Because I can only put four, four things into a poll. So whichever one of your four teams... Or your three teams, I'm sorry. You like the most is going to be submitted for voting... Okay. To see who everyone thinks is drafted the best based off of their position. All right. I like that. Um, had I picked somebody besides Damian Harris, I might have picked Joe number three because I do like that team. <laughs> yeah. Had you taken Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as you should have done. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I think for me, in like, there's a lot of obvious things behind this, but I think my first team – uh, I think is the one I drafted the best and and came out the best. 
uh, at the end of the day. I, I, I just like the way that it, it formed when it's all said and done. So Jonathan Taylor, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Josh Jacobs, Elijah Mitchell, and DeAndre Hopkins. I think that is my favorite team that I created. Interesting. That was my least favorite team of your teams. Yeah. I think you would have been right to pick number three. Number one is like how you destroy the first overall pick. That seriously, how do you how do you draft from the one spot poorly? That that's that is a textbook way to do that. I hate you guys. I actually like his team number one. I think Thank if he, if, Caleb, if he's Caleb, the smartest one on you are you are never invited back. <laughs> I think okay. So I know we said we wouldn't talk about round seven, but if he gets the stack with uh, Jalen Hurts, I would love that team. I, I think yeah. he's got. Good production, good volume at everything. Thank you, thank you, Caleb. Yeah, that would be a good stack to put the, put together there. But we didn't get to round seven, so yes, yeah, we Therefore. we can't we can't <laughs> say that Joe's smart enough to make that pick. So no, if he wanted to make his team better, he would have taken. He should have taken Hertz round six. Right. Again, screw you guys. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm going home. Yeah, you, guys, you do going have, home. That means you're not making the playoffs. You do have uh-huh. the ghost of DeAndre Hopkins, though. Yeah, and that's fine because it was a worth the pick. Shut up. Just pick your guy. Who's up? John, John, you're up. Pick your favorite team. Uh, I'm going to go with my first team. Oh, that's my least favorite team out of all your teams. It sucks. <laughs> I have arguably the best player overall with Cooper Cup and PBR. Yeah. Arguably better running backs than Joe with his first overall pick. Better tight end than Joe with his first overall <laughs> pick. Better, definitely better wide receivers than Joe with his first overall pick. So, yeah. See, and that that's another one there where I, I think I might have gone with your third team there, John. Just because, as I'm looking at, like, yes, Coop, Cooper Cup is much better than Devontae Adams. But when it comes down to those fantasy points at the end of the year, it's not going to be a huge difference. Where that difference comes in is Swift versus Barkley, and then like Pollard, Elaire versus Gibson, and that's that's kind of where I lean more towards the team that you put together there with the Mike Williams and Waddle. Yeah, it's just hard when you draft three teams that are so amazing. Right, right. That, that was narrowed down to your Sophie's favorite, choice, huh? right there. That yeah. that is a Sophie's choice if I've ever seen one. All right, who's next? All right, so that'll be me trying to figure out which team I like the most on my end, and um, I might, as weird as it sounds, I thought about agreeing with Joe. Uh, I don't do that often with my second team with Henry. Connor and, and Hill, but at the last second, I have to go with Harris, my third team. N- Najee Harris, Devontae Williams, T. Higgins, Thielen, Patrick Mahomes. I just, with with the separation that I get at the position at quarterback, with the upside at wide receivers that I have, and two young running backs that are uh, bell cows in their position, I believe at least in Denver, uh, with Williams, and these are these are guys that have more of that potential to be you know top ten running backs, both of them, week in and week out. I believe um, I'm going to go with that third team with Harris, Williams, and Higgins. Had you picked Bobby? Had you picked Fournette instead of Javante Williams? That team might have been my top team. 
Yeah, Fournette's uh, too big, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, even there. Barkley, I might have liked it better. I just, I'm just not as big on Javante. That's the only reason I didn't really have that team as an option for me to pick from. But anyway, I would have gone with your first team. I think you have three elite running backs. You know? it, yeah, it's hard. It was hard to pass on that, but I just, I just because of Michael Thomas. You literally um, don't have a wide receiver. I yeah. don't. Right. That's it's the zero only thing that I looked that's at. That's true. But I feel like, I don't know, wide receiver is pretty deep this year. I feel like you can find some value and make it work. Right. But... And if Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas of old, I mean, hell, that's pro- that is probably my best team there. But with that combination of Kamara and Thomas on the Saints, who are probably going to pick within the top 10 this next season, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to plant have, my flag there. With the Michael Thomas pick, your offense, your your wide receivers are completely dependent on if he plays, right? Because if you go yeah. instead of Michael Thomas, or let's say you go like I don't know, Devontae Smith, for example, or um, you know maybe uh, let's see, I mean Lockett isn't necessarily somebody I pick there, but you get the idea. No, I, I some probably other wide receiver. <laughs> I feel like the team has a better chance of being good because the problem is if you don't go with one of those guys and you'd have to with your next pick, right? Then you're looking at like Burks or Robert Woods or you know, right? You that that like team is, Gage, is very dependent you know, guard. on like these team these guys that are available at wide receiver gets pretty yeah. thin pretty quick. That, that team is very dependent on pick six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 being all running uh, all wide receivers yeah just running on them and hoping to to pick something that works um and, and that's why i didn't like that team as much as the stability that higgins metcalf and Thielen brings to that wide receiver position to match with those with those running backs. one last thing i'll say on this and we'll move on to caleb to finish this thing up uh but on another note if McCaffrey is McCaffrey. If Kamara comes back to what he's been in the past, and if Zeke has anywhere near sniffing what he's done in his, in his Bobby's team is phenomenal because he's got Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the NFL, right? So right. even if he has shit for wide receivers, I mean, you have three first-round running backs in a sense on that team. Right, potentially. Yeah. I mean, right. these are guys that are definitely first and maybe late second, depending on the draft year that you're doing. But um, – yeah, First if CMC gets hurt, if Kamara gets suspended, and if Z continues his downhill trajectory, then you have nothing. Then I have Josh Which all three of those things that you said are far more likely to happen. <laughs> ones that I said. they're they're at least likely to happen. Yes, they're they're within the realm yeah. of possibility. If I roll a dice, each one of those things is, they is could, definitely possible. Yeah, you can have three top five running backs, or three running backs are outside the top thirty. Yeah, John, that that's not what I'm looking for. I was going for the happy part, and don't don't give me the bad <laughs> part. Yeah, it's like it's like rolling sevens and craps, Bobby. Speaking of rolling dice, you're far more likely to roll a seven than pretty much any other number, and that's kind of like the bad news for that team. Yeah, that that that's like rolling three sevens in a row. Yeah. All right, Caleb, what's your favorite of your own teams? Oh, I was debating between the first and the third. The second one's risky. It's not really my cup of tea, but I wanted to, you know, I just kind of took what the draft gave. Um, but I think I'm going to roll with my third just because um, I only have five or six guys that are, quote, my guys. And I finished the draft with four of the six of them. Um, and then I think my first two picks are just guys that, you know, barring injury are going to be pretty consistent to back it up. 
So that Kelsey Diggs Hall. I I really I do like Hall and Etienne. I would rather have them be a running back two and three potentially rather than one and two. You know, if there was somebody else within that. Um, Here's an interesting take I'll give you. I think next year it'll be almost impossible to draft that team that you have right there. I would agree. Oh, yeah. So, like, Kelsey and Diggs are still going to be yeah. Kelsey and Diggs. Brees Hall and Travis Etienne could both be first-round first round players. That, like, yeah. are they going to? Probably not. But they could they? Absolutely. So, that team, right. even Bateman and Mooney, to an extent, have the chance to be much higher draft picks in the following year. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's one thing that I'm looking at when I'm looking at Caleb's third team is all of those players are going to be – all taken in the first three or four rounds of any drafts going forward. And that's what I'm well, that's I what wouldn't I'm put that on earlier, but that's when I when I was saying, hey, Caleb knows kind of a little bit of dynasty uh, stuff and is able to kind of predict some of that future value in some of these players. and that's that's what makes him a good fantasy player. It just doesn't win them championships in the uh, garage league. <laughs> <sighs> Not a single one. By the way, career. speaking of garage league, just forget what I said like the last two hours about any of those four guys. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the one I hesitate on the most is Hall just with the production we've seen from rookie running backs over the last two, three years. Well, on specific well, running backs. When, when looking at, at running backs, there has been a rookie – Almost every season, the last like four or five years now, there's been a rookie that has been a top fifteen running back. Well, not only that, but think about. Um, let's just talk about it for a second. Um, there's been a rookie running back taken in the first round in fantasy football drafts. Yeah, but I would say true. like look right. at like Ceh. He was drafted as a first round his rookie year. He did not yeah. produce. Javante last year, DeAndre Swift his first year. J.K. Dobbins was being drafted earlier. There are a lot of rookie running backs in the last few years. Harris hit just based on volume. He didn't really produce that well. He just happened to be in a situation where if, he was getting the ball all the time. So, so I think that's the that would be the thing to say, though, in New York. They've already committed to him as the number one running back bell cow. That are, he's not going to come off the field. Yeah, I don't know about that. They Do we Michael, know that? I was going to say, we Michael don't know Carter, that yet. Who, no, no, they, they literally said... Carter yeah, but they can say whatever they want. Spell him. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna be the the change of pace back. That's and of course you just said it, John. They can say whatever they want. Um, but the point of what I'm trying to get to is this: is he plays for the the New York Jets? What was the thing we said last year about the Jets? What was the saying we always said? The sorry Jets. He plays for the sorry Jets. See, we found a way to even start including it in our podcast this year. He plays for the sorry Jets. I mean, you put him on almost any other team, he is drafted higher. Yes. I actually think the Jets will be pretty okay this year. I don't think they'll be playoff or anything. That's the best. That is the most complimentary thing ever said about the Jets. I I do think they'll be a 500 team. They'll be pretty okay. (laughs) I don't think they'll be the bad team they've been the last three to four. So they, they they cannot be a 500 team. Caleb. Above or below five hundred? That was that was like the line, but I think they'll be above. I think they'll they be. They could be five hundred. They could tie a game. They'll be, oh, they they'll could. Be, I guess 
I think they'll be nine and eight. Ooh, that's that's did, a bold did John just say they could be five hundred? They'll tie a game. In <laughs> other words, saying they'll tie the first game of the year, <laughs> and that's the only one. I mean, they uh, could tie a game and then go eight and eight. Yeah. Anyway, eight, uh, eight and one. Joe Joe doesn't understand how statistics work. Well, I just <laughs> I was talking about will they ever be five hundred or above? And John said they'll be. They could tie a game, so they could tie a game. The first game of the season. Be no, Bobby Joe, said. Bobby said so they Joe can't further, be five hundred. Joe further explains how he does not understand how <laughs> statistics work. <laughs> I was meaning throughout at some point throughout the season, could they have a 500 record? Yes, they anyway, well do. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's move on. Joe, we'll, we'll, that's we'll how connect statistics tomorrow works. and I'll walk you through how they can get to 500. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more time than we have scenarios. tonight. Hey, it's a little bit late. I've had too much of this bear flag. <laughs> but you only took one bear. It was a full bottle. It is no longer. It's it is. I did have two crawlers. So, well, I enjoyed it, Caleb. Thank you for joining us. I think you add a lot of value. You could replace me one day if you'd like to. I think they'd probably take me up on that. That would probably happen tomorrow. No, we need your takes to make us look good. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you got to hold strong to that. See, you got you got to take that and hold it. I'm sorry. Hey, (laughs) for the record, I am one of the people on this that actually won something. (laughs) Yeah. If to be fair, I haven't won in any of your guys' leagues, so. Yeah, but according to Bobby, you're a genius when it comes to Dynasty Leagues. <laughs> I win a lot of my Dynasty Leagues, yeah. He does. Well, I can tell you that well. the three of us are definitely not geniuses when it comes to Dynasty. Hey, I am very, very I took second <laughs> place year one. I sucked last year, but this year, I tell you what, I that, that, that yeah, you went, you went from second place to dead last. Yeah, yeah because you traded and every single one of your draft picks. Yeah, and in a dynasty. Now, I'm league. really I'm really good this year. My team's going to be good this year again, I think. For, for all yeah. you listeners, note that I am not in any of their dynasty leagues. They're scared. <laughs> I yeah. never get the and, and oh, by the way, I took second place in the other dynasty league that we have. Hey, Caleb. That was the first so you know, also the first year. Doesn't matter. I took second place. <laughs> and you did you win? Yeah. No, Joe, but I have a good the, team coming yeah. into next year. I actually have a really good team. Joe, up. the league that you're referencing is a keeper league because you only get four of those players. <laughs> oh, back I'm sorry, every keeper. Year. That's right. Yeah. So it's not a dynasty. Second, just because you did well in year one doesn't mean long term success. No, Joe, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I would just the like to point out, Joe, one. that <laughs> Joe, I got Chase in the fifth round after all the keepers were drafted. Yes. John is smart. What are, you, what are you trying to say, John? Dummy. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that your I'm, team is better than my team. Nana, nana, it nana, is. Boo-boo, I'm better than you. No, <laughs> it is not better than my team. But by virtue of some, having Jamar Chase, his team is got, better than yours. His He's got good keepers. Don't get me wrong, but his team is not. His keepers are not better than my keepers. Yes, they are. No, let's let's talk about it. Let's get let's no. Get an let's not talk about let's it. Stop. That's I don't want to talk. About, that's a whole discussion for another podcast. No, 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 no. No, we're gonna do it right no, now. No, Why we're can't not. We do it right now because Caleb's on the phone and he's the the dynasty expert. All right.
I think we've had enough for tonight. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go anyways. So you guys suck. <laughs> we never do anything I want to do. <laughs> All no. right, I enjoyed it as always. Bobby, do you have anything for us tonight? Because I don't. I always have a little bit of something for us at the end. I just got to find my freaking toasts. That's all. It's a matter of finding. I can't find it. (laughs) All right. That's enough. I've had it. I've enjoyed it. Guys, as always, thank you. And uh, we'll see you again in the next one. Bye. Bye.